muscle to get what I need. I drink a fifth of Jack and scream out, she's with me. I love that song. I really, really love this version of that song. Um, this song, you know, like uh, this version of the song, the reason why I even know it exists is because uh, this is what they used to play at the beginning of uh, Hockey Night in Canada uh, up here at the when the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation still had uh, rights to NHL games. And the highlights would be people just getting mashed into the fucking boards and getting fucking smoked in the face. It's awesome. Love this. I think I've seen that actually, Chris, before. As a matter of fact, I don't understand why AEW don't use this version of the song instead of using the Elton John version of the song, which is bizarre to me, but whatever. Like, it would be so much more modern to use this instead of the yeah. Elton John version, but... Maybe I, I think it, I think it's probably a rights issue. I'm thinking Elton John probably wants a certain amount of money just to use the song, and then right. to use this version of the song is probably an extra amount of money. Because even to get this, like to buy this on iTunes, you actually have to buy the Charlie's Angels soundtrack or something. Like what? you can't just buy this song. Really? Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well. Anyway, hello everybody and welcome to the <laughs> aftermath of AEW Collision. Yes, folks, say it with me. After the collision, we sift through the wreckage. The wreckage. Brought to you by ChannelAttitude.com. Please subscribe for $5 a month. And the Hami Media Group, this is the wreckage. I'm your host, Christopher Ams. That's AMBS, like lambs with Noel, a bullshit first thing in the morning. Don't worry, folks, if you're thinking, how will I remember this man's last name? I'll just remind you at the beginning of every show I do. Joining me is my usually unusual co-host with the most from the Port Phillip Coast, a good friend to you and to me, Jimmy T of the PWC. Posi Seifilos. For Likala, actually, except there was an earthquake uh, today here on up and at the internet. For, for a good amount of hours, man. I couldn't get back on the net for quite a while. But yeah, it's all good. I'm all right. But uh, yeah, an earthquake, which is rare over here but this time happened a lot more than usual i remember sleeping one day i kid you not i thought i was dreaming i'm sleeping i'm uh, yeah, the bed shaking literally i'm like the fuck i'm thinking he's deep jumping on the bed or some shit right you know and, you know, I'm, I'm in a half days and is i'm like that, hang on a minute is that like a is that like a, a lovely scenario <laughs> no, no. he's just jumping on the fucking but that's, bed in the middle of but the... that's what i thought it was kind of weird man because i'm thinking no way the whole place is shaking right like but mm. it did say it was man that's the only time i really felt it you know what i'm saying because yeah it doesn't usually happen but it's been happening for whatever reason Huh, interesting. Well, I don't get earthquakes where I live because I live on the Canadian Shield. Like, if there's ever an earthquake here, it basically means that the Earth is, like, ending. Like, that's the end of the world, basically, if <laughs> yeah. we have an earthquake. Um, You've never actually, had one in Canada? Never where I'm from. There's definitely okay. earthquakes in different parts of Canada. Like, over on the West Coast, like, it happens kind of all the time because they're in a mountain region, right? But right. Um, where I'm from... Never, like never, ever, ever. I don't think ever in the history of the world has there been an actual earthquake on the Canadian Shield. Wow. Um, yeah, that's that's one of the cool things about living here. Uh, it's really hard for all natural disasters to happen where I'm from, actually, because um, the, the land is so rocky that we don't really get floods. Um, it's also so like uneven that we occasionally have tornadoes touch down. 
but they can't go anywhere because as soon as they move somewhere, the ground is different. So it, no, they basically did. cut themselves off and go back up into the sky and never, and it, it never causes any real problems here. So I happen to be in basically the safest place in the world from natural disasters. Very also, probably the worst place in the world. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that too, but yeah, good where, where nature tries to murder you for six <laughs> months of the year. So that's fun. Uh, um, well, we'll ask him, we'll ask him here in a second, if he's ever experienced earthquakes. I have, I have felt earthquakes by the way, cause I lived in LA for two years, but right, right. Uh, also joining us tonight, all the way from the Midwest coast, talk some shit on stream and he'll make you a ghost. The one and only the vet. Welcome to the show. vet. Yes, guys, I am also here. Yay. Have you ever felt an mm. earthquake? Um, I was doing a show like within the past week or so, and I got an earthquake alert. I was like, what? No. Quit bothering me. I'm doing a show. You felt I didn't the earth feel move it. under your feet? I, no, I didn't feel it, but I just, <laughs> the, my phone assured me that there was an earthquake. So I, I really, you know, California has the rep as like the home of earthquakes or whatever. Right, but exactly. In my life, I've felt maybe one, and that was like within the past couple of years. Mm. And I'm more than a couple of years old, so that's pretty amazing. Um, even when people tell me, "Did you feel that earthquake?" I'm like, "No." So I, I can't even really, I can't claim any cool earthquake stories or anything like that. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. Actually, well, man. See, I lived yeah, in LA for two it. years and I felt one and it was literally just like like a little rock and then it was done. It was like, is that it? And people were like, oh my God, we had an earthquake. It was like, seriously though, everybody was reacting like it was the biggest fucking thing in the world all day. They were like, oh my God, did you feel that earthquake? And I'm like, yeah, is that like, <laughs> is that what you guys are talking about whenever you're fucking doing the news things about, oh, we had a major earthquake. It's like, the fucking ground shook a little bit for like four seconds. Oh, well, even fuck. here, man, it's always rare, but no shit. The one I did feel, it was strong, man, by my standards. Anyway, I was like, wow, pretty, pretty weird feeling like the whole place is shaking. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Retro Rocket Review said that they had an earthquake around 2007 or 2008 uh, down in the Hamilton area, which is outside of the Canadian Shield. It's uh, down in the it's in the uh, St. Lawrence uh, Valley area. I don't even know what that to call it. It's the GTA, basically. Shut up, Hamilton. You're just Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> yeah. What are we going to sift? Yeah, we're going to sift through the wreckage. There's a there's a little <laughs> bit of wreckage to sift through. There's, a, there's definitely there like a couple of good things on the night and a couple of things where it was just like, why do they make oh. these decisions? I'm still confused about... Oh, we'll get to that. But anyway, yeah. It does involve I, the first match, though. I challenge you, gentlemen, to figure out which was the one segment on the show I slowed down to watch at normal speed. That is your challenge the uh, the day here. Okay, interesting. I am uh, I am excited <laughs> to hear about it. Is there anything going on with wrestling right now? Like, do we have news to talk about that the NWA is getting? Uh, is, yeah, CW is network getting on the CW network. That's kind of cool. Have has everybody talked Ironically, about that yet? Well, no, we haven't. I don't know about 
bed has. Ironically, it's under the same you know parent company as uh, AEW. Vet seems to be on a show every twelve hours, so I'm guessing he's <laughs> talked about it somewhere. But Vet, what's your opinion? On it? No, you haven't. Okay. It's like fantastic. Dude, really, well, it, it, it'll be <laughs> exciting. It'll be exciting to see what any fourteen-year-old girls that watch to see you think. Of <laughs> is that really what CW sort of? Uh, you know, that's, that that's, that's all it is. That's all. Wow. It is. That's pretty much. Yeah. The only reason it's fourteen-year-old girls is because you know they're still living at home. They can't. I'm just saying, I'm not saying every 14-year-old girl watches a CW. I'm just saying if you watch the CW, you're a 14-year-old girl. No watching Pretty NWA much. from us. Or you're, their, or you're <laughs> their mom and you're cooking dinner and it's just on in the other room. Yeah. Uh, but you're not really watching it. It's, yeah. I mean, yeah, is I... it a good thing though, Vet, or boys in general that, you know, I mean, they're getting a national TV deal. I mean, that's a big deal, right? Mm. I... It's never okay. a bad thing to get on television. Right. Yeah. Uh, the only bad the only bad aspect of it is, you know, listening to people uh, drill you with the low numbers you get every week and <laughs> act, you know, and act like they're some kind of an expert by, you know, reading whatever Brandon Thurston puts out. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Um Don't do that. Save yourself the time. Um just punch yourself in the face it's way more enjoyable yeah you hear um, that jeff punch yourself in the face hi jeff um not, not that he's the only one that does it uh, yeah but you know lots of people do that shit um so yeah no it's it's good for them of course like getting on tv is not a bad thing it's better than them just being like youtube exclusive or whatever the fuck they've been over the last number of years um you know, and the CW is a station that has an audience. It might be 14-year-old girls. That's pretty <laughs> accurate. But, like, they do have an audience, which can't be bad, right? It can't be a terrible thing. And, I mean, even bad ratings for a bit, like, even bad ratings for a bit is probably going to be better for their business than being on being a YouTube exclusive. And, I mean, let's let's push it out, you know, further. Let's say that they fail on on the cw right they don't they don't do well um or they don't do well enough for the cw chances are they still probably grow their audience something like they'll, they'll still probably grow their audience a bit because i mean more exposure is more exposure right and i think that there is there is an appetite you know for professional wrestling i just think that uh you know i, I still honestly and 100 percent believe that if collision would have stayed the course you know to what it was on when it first started and if everything ha didn't happen with cm punk i still think that this show would have been you know significantly more popular than it is now certainly um, well, have you noticed they're getting lazy now i mean they're not even doing the promos before the show starts do you know what i mean which i liked about it even though it's an old school saturday night's main event type of deal there was still, another stop doing it there's another thing on tonight that is like extremely lazy that we're going to get into when we get to the main event. Like, and I mean, I think unforgivably lazy, um, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, do you, do, did you guys happen to see if obviously they announced this, like this TV deal, but did you happen to see a day and time that they announced with this or is that not been no, disclosed actually, yet? 
No, they haven't, haven't seen it. it. Has been haven't seen it. So it could be at one a.m. in the morning, a la ECW. Right, or yeah. it could it could be like the, it, it might be one of those things where they want to bring back weekend morning wrestling, you know, which would is that work? Do you think now? Vic? Um, what would that work now in today's day and age? But again, if you're if you're still watching TV like this is 1985, um, <laughs> then you're the times have already passed you by. So, yeah. like I said, I, I don't. I don't know who watches uh, TV like that anymore, but um, and I, I certainly don't think if if we're going back to the days when we were younger, we used to watch Saturday morning cartoons and then wrestling would come on afterwards or whatever. I don't think any of those things, if anybody's still doing that, are going to be on the CW. I don't know if the CW has Saturday morning or Sunday morning cartoons, so I couldn't tell you if a good if that would be a good time slot. I just want to provide this context because I did talk about the NWA a couple of times on the Monday locker room. So just so everybody know, um, you know, today's TV is YouTube, basically. Yeah. Like even old people watch YouTube at this Very point. True. So that has been, you know, with the young people that I talk to out in the world, the wild, um, you know, it's that, that has supplanted, you know, traditional network and cable and satellite television as far as like what young people watch and you know now older people are getting into it you know ever since you know they got on facebook and learned how the internet works or whatever so mm -hmm. the but the the bottom line is just for context the national wrestling alliance their youtube channel has two hundred and sixty-eight thousand subscribers hmm. if that sounds like that's a high number to you then again, you're one of those old out of touch people. Yeah. But for context, um, I think Impact has something like one and a half million subscribers. Really? That's pretty. That's actually, it's a lot more than I expected. Uh, AEW has, as of me looking at it right now, 3.9 million subscribers. Shit. So when everybody's sitting here talking about TV numbers like, you know, oh, they only drew, you know, 300,000 for Rampage or something, it's like, yeah but that's because nobody's fucking watching tv and anybody that cares is gonna just see clips or they're gonna stream it or whatever and then you know of course you uh, the wwe's off the charts you know like 100 million subscribers for their youtube channel and can barely they can't draw a two on monday nights on their flagship show and they can't you know and smackdown struggles to get uh two and a half on network television which the cw also is so um that's your context for where wrestling numbers are in terms of the viewership and even some of those you're gonna have to imagine are bot subscribers like they're not real <laughs> people like nwa doesn't have two hundred sixty-eight thousand real people subscribing to their channel but um even so that's pretty darn pretty darn low all things considered so uh that's the reason i brought this up in conversations past is because of the statement billy corgan made about um you know we're in position to be the number two company and maybe he thought that simply having a network tv deal on you know arguably the lowest rated network that you could have one on um maybe he thought that meant he was in a position to be number two but i scoffed at that statement and then provided numbers to show why i was scoffing and i just did it again here 
but well, that doesn't mean I think it's bad. It just means that um, it's still an uphill struggle. It's always going to be an uphill well, yeah. struggle because you're also competing with you're you're not competing with other channels. You're not competing with other wrestling companies. You're not competing with anything. What everybody's competing for in the space right now is human beings time on earth. Yeah. There's only so many hours a day that you have to dedicate to any leisure activities. And the more leisure activities are introduced on the more platforms they're introduced upon, the less time you're going to have and the more you're going to sift through not only the wreckage, but <laughs> the things that you have time to actually enjoy. You're going to prioritize. And I'm sorry, if your women's champion looks like Kenzie Page, no one is going to prioritize watching NWA over anything else in their wrestling allotted time. I'm sorry. What about the fact that they want to have a, a what do you call it? Uh, oh my god, I, I forgot a territory system again. Um, have you heard uh, about to, that? To quote Robert De Niro's no, character from Copland, "What about him? Fuck him." Yeah, well, NWA Corgan has come out and said they're going to bring back the territories. How? I have no Good. idea, but I guess. Well, you, 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 you know, people, people that are much more experienced and have much more expertise than I, like Jim Cornette or Rip Rogers or anybody else that I've heard talk about it. Uh, have already said why it won't work. So if you, you can refer to them, I'll just refer you to the fact that when NWA held a pay-per-view in their own studio that seats like about 200 people, they couldn't even sell that thing out. So good luck. Yeah, yeah weird. No, and uh, the whole idea of like the he's bringing back the territories. What the fuck is he talking about? Unless he's planning on destroying like you know TV networks and going back to a time when everybody sat down. Like unless he's literally saying that he has a time machine and he's going to take us back to the '60s, you're not going back to the territory days. That's fucking ridiculous. And here's okay. the thing about it. Here's so. To under to sort of underscore the point that Vet was just making, I'm going to tell you about my own personal history with the CW network. Right, I don't think I've ever watched the CW network ever. I don't think I've ever sat down with my television remote and tuned into the CW network. I have seen shows from the CW network, but I've seen them on Netflix or I've seen them on Hulu, or I've seen them on whatever the fuck I was watching them on. I wasn't sitting there watching the fucking show. I With wasn't... commercials. <laughs> Nobody does that shit anymore. And I'm one of the kids, like Vet was talking about, I did wake up Sunday morning and tune into WB and watch Batman and Superman and the Ninja Turtles and Freakazoid yeah, and whatever the fuck else was on. <laughs> I did switch over to Fox and watch X-Men and Spider-Man and whatever the hell else was going on over there. Like, I watched that shit when I was a kid, and there's no fucking way you would get me to sit down for two hours and watch something on domestic television while I have to see fucking commercials about Cheerios. There's no fucking way I'd do that. So I've seen the first three seasons of The Flash, and then I just quit because it was every single fucking Flash episode in history was the exact same fucking thing it was the flash and the filipino flash against the bad flash and then the bad flash and the evil flash teamed up against black flash and then and then dog flash and 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 small flash and uh, and white flash and bald flash uh, all joined up to face the other flash 
It was like, I really fucking hated that show after about three seasons. It just got fucking terrible. Um, and Arrow was good for one season and then they fucking neutered it. Um, but other than that, I have never seen a CW show and I have never in my life tuned in to the CW on my fucking television. So, yeah, it's good that they're on TV, but they shouldn't be expecting things like Billy Corgan saying, we're, we're in position to become the number two. Unless you mean a piece of shit, you're not in position to become the number two. And okay. he's confident, too. He seems cocky about it, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to have confidence, I guess. But I guess, you know, and, and with the territory system, you know, it, look, all, all I think he's really doing is I think he's trying to give the rub to whatever local promotions they can travel to with EC3. Like so that they from can Hollywood, do, for example, what that will do it. So they can, yeah. So they can just say like, this is, this is like back when Harley race and Dory <laughs> yeah. Funk Jr. And Ric Flair used to go to these other territories and defend the championship there. So it's a rub for the local territory and it makes us look like we're doing a lot, you know, like, man, look at our traveling champion. There's nothing wrong with the idea of that. It does help the local promotions, but it helps them a lot more than it does you yeah. because I don't know if anybody's necessarily impressed with that in 2023, as opposed to 1983 or 1973. I'm not sure I could be wrong. We'll see. But yeah. in I don't 1973, have a lot of faith. I think people were a lot more impressed by that. I think at this point, people are just going, congratulations. You hired a travel coordinator. <laughs> who cares yeah um, oh good luck to him good luck though really i mean uh, legitimately good luck i mean good luck to everybody involved in professional wrestling i want there to be more places where people can go and i would love listen guys like people hear us i think sometimes talk and you know we we give our opinions about things because every single one i'll tell you for sure like i know the three of us are all really honest human beings like we're going to tell you yeah, what man. we actually think about a thing, but that's, that's a two way street. If we really like something, we'll sit here and fucking rave about it for five minutes. Right. Absolutely. We'll sit here and talk about how awesome something was, but if something is really stupid or if something is a bad idea, we're going to say that's stupid and that's a bad idea. That's why people tune into this show, right? That's why people tune into this network. In fact, right? Like channelattitude.com, you're going to get a whole bunch of people telling you exactly what they think, whether it's right or wrong. You know, uh, Russo has been going on and on about how Sting's last match is going to be against Ric Flair. I think he's dead oh, no. wrong, but I also yeah, think no. that. But I also think that I love Vince Russo for just being like, "No, this is what I think, and this is I'm going to tell you what I think," instead of just regurgitating what Brandon fucking Thurston is saying. I I I love that about this channel and about this network because it is a bunch of people who are going to tell you exactly what they think. Um. Anyway, I hope it's not Ric Flair. Damn it! I mean, I doubt it, but I don't think that will happen no either. Chance. But yeah, no There's, chance. That I would also just like to say because um, I've made some disparaging comments about the NWA simply by telling the truth. But I would also like to say that if you're a fan of that classic <laughs> feel, studio wrestling, they got some good people uh, in there working there, and you should definitely check it out if you haven't. But um, I, I don't know if, uh, you know, I don't know how, how well it's going to do, but I'm just saying if you remember that or if you have fond nostalgic memories of that, you might want to actually watch their shit, which is on YouTube. 
uh, for free currently. Who knows how long now that the TV deal is going to be in place. But but definitely, def- it's it was worth checking out back when I had time to watch it. And, uh, you know, maybe if you're an Insane Clown Posse fan, Violent Jason. So. <laughs> Easy. Yes. Okay. But is Enough he back said. like a vertebrae? all right well the only time i watched cw network back like a few years back was when main event debuted wb main event if you remember started on cw network and it was actually pretty decent for about three weeks then it turned to what it is now yeah well Speaking of things that started great and are now what they are now, let's talk about Collision, (laughs) gentlemen. We begin the night with another dream match. Jimmy, this is a dream match. Yeah, to who? Vet, how many times have you dreamed about Andrade versus Brian Danielson? Hmm. Well, once in 2019, Shit. after I had eaten a frozen pizza, uh, <laughs> that I regretted immediately. But other than that, I can't remember. Fever dream match. Uh, <laughs> this guy has to stop with this. He, or, he, or he perhaps I. Perhaps the other time that they wrestled, I watched it already, and then I said I dreamed about it afterwards. That right. oh yeah, I remember that. That's yeah. it. Dream matches galore in AEW, man. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. Yeah. So it's a dream match. Anyway, uh, they begin uh, uh, the match early on. It's uh, pretty clearly face versus face as they're uh, you know getting they're they're doing clean breaks, right? You know, the, you when you see the clean breaks, you know you're getting a face versus face match. Um, you know, that's that's basically the way that you tell stories now is just do you break or not, and then you you tell your story off of that. Um, you know, each guy's trying to get the upper hand by just being a better wrestler. You know, they exchange, uh, submission holds a little bit early on. It looks like, you know, a, a competition between two guys who are, you know, um, proud of their abilities, but not bad guys. So, you know, the, the, the least interesting version of Brian Danielson and, and Andrade. So that's good. It's good. Um, <clears throat> uh, but I will say. This was a good match uh, between two really good workers. I mean, if you want to see, if you want to see a good, just like competition-based wrestling, um, this was a, this was good. These are two guys who aren't going to screw up a lot. These are two guys who aren't going to, you know, aren't likely to injure each other or injure, you know, themselves. You know, except for except for whenever you know Brian Danielson has to fight that bum Okada, and then and then stuff happens. You know, but uh, other than that. <laughs> Other than that, you know, you're going to get a pretty click. You're going to get a pretty good match out of these two. Um, slight nit that I will pick about this is um, I know that it wouldn't have. I know that it wouldn't have played into the actual finish of the match, but I feel like given these two guys finishes, um, Brian Danielson needs to focus way more on the arm when he's in the, when he's in his matches. And I feel like Andrade needs to focus way more on the legs when he's in these matches because his finish is a great supposed to be actually, the figure four. And I think I saw like two moves out the of the whole eight. night. Yeah. The figure eight figure. Jesus fucking Christ. Jimmy, oh, no, don't, oh. don't piss me <laughs> off. This early. This, that's a <laughs> Meltzer move, Jimmy. All right. All right. All right. I had to, I had to, I just had to, but sorry, my bad. Continue. 
but uh, but yeah, that that that's a little nitpick, I think. You know, and maybe it might be a little bit too in the weeds. But for me, if you've got two guys who, whose finishes are submissions, one's focused on the arm and one's focused on the leg, that's what I should be seeing the match play out as, right? And even even I know that they weren't going to go with one of their finishes tonight. It was going to be you know this uh, counter 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 roll up win, right? which is a, a segment that I like. I really like those sequences in wrestling matches because it reminds me that wrestling is meant to look like two people trying to pin the other guy's shoulder to the mat for three seconds, which I don't get reminded of often enough in professional wrestling. And I mean that. I, I know that sounds like I'm being snarky. I really mean that, though. I don't feel like I'm reminded enough that wrestling is meant to be a competition. So I did like the sequence at the end. But just for me, if your finish is the figure four, half of your offense at least should be focused on the legs. And if your finish is, you know, uh, an arm-based submission, like the, uh, what the fuck is Danielson calling that that lock now? I can't remember the, the label lock. You talking about? Yeah. yeah. Um, if it's meant to be arm-based, which it isn't. If anybody's ever put you in a label lock or in a crossface, it doesn't hurt your arm at all. You're just they're just holding on to your arm with their legs. But anyway, it's meant to be. Um, so, you know, the offense should be focused on it. That am I am I a little too in the weeds about it, or is this something that like workers notice too? I mean, great workers notice it. Hey, you know who builds their entire offense around their finisher? Who's that? that bum okada ah that guy that everything is... everything he does is neck centered and what's his finish yeah a lariat mm-hmm. it so is a strike so to the, the front part of the neck right so the <laughs> the great ones think about it and then yeah. the guys that everybody says they're great you know they do what they can no but yeah. really it, it was a great point what chris said because you're right man i mean if you're gonna, you know, have a finisher where you concentrate on the arm and the other one with the legs, how about you fucking, you know, build that finish by actually working on the arms or legs? And you saying that it went off in my head. I'm thinking, hang on to me, you're right. They they didn't seem to do that. A lot of wrestlers don't actually really do that, which is now that I think about it, pretty annoying. So you're spot on with that, actually, Chris. Yeah, I mean, a good another good example to me is well, I mean, I know like everybody already knows I'm going to talk about Brett, right? But Brett's a really good example, right? You'd watch a Brett Hart match, and how many times would he do something vicious to the leg, right? He had that right. spot where Always. he would put your where he would put your leg up post. on the rope, or, or he would put it up on the rope, and then he would jump up and like land on your knee, kind of right. thing, right? With his ass, and um, you know, and then yeah, the the figure four around the ropes, the you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There were many times in a Bret Hart match where he was focusing on the legs, and most of the rest of his offense was focused on the back. And what are the two things that are that the sharpshooter focuses the back on? And legs, right? The back and legs, right? Bret Hart did a perfect backbreaker, right? He did it. He did the the Russian leg sweep, which all yeah. of his offense basically focuses on damaging the legs and the back. And then his finish was a sharpshooter, right? Again, you're talking about <clears throat> again, you're talking vet about <clears throat> Okada. I I did just call him a bum to to get your reaction there, but but uh but Okada is like a really like legitimately brilliant professional wrestler. And his matches, they make sense. Like everything that he's doing is leading to something, right? And that's you know, 
psychology in professional wrestling. That's that's the point of it is it's meant to make sense at the end. Um, again, they, I, I did like the finish to this, though. It was basically just a, a counter roll, counter roll, counter roll, counter roll. And then eventually, you know, Brian got the upper hand in a one, two, three. Um, yeah. Jimmy, what did you think about the match overall? <clears throat> Look, it was a great match. Don't get me wrong. Cool. But like Vitz said before, I've already seen it before. It, You know, it, they were just going through the motions to me. And why was it? Why were they even wrestling, really? I mean, what was what was behind the match? Anyone? It was a dream match. It's a oh, fucking that's dream all. match, that's... Jimmy. So TK went to sleep like the night before. And had a dream, basically. It must and dreamt have, of that because because <laughs> there was no other. They didn't even just tell us the last time they had a program. Like, hey, we got a dream match for you. <laughs> it's just like here, this is happening. So hard to get excited. Well, I'm confused. Then uh, I mean, cool that we got the match, whatever. But again, I'm sick of these matches with no build. It just it takes away from the match. Like, why do I need to care about this match and who won? Because what's it going to do for either one of them? And then we see what happens at the end of the match, which confuses me even more in a way. But we'll get to that when you bring it up, Chris. What uh, what happened at the end of the match? I must have missed it because I the next note I have is about the next match. As in Alistair Black. Oh, did he show I mean, up? Uh, Malachi Black, sorry. Did he show yeah, he up did, here at too? The end. Oh my God, he was fucking and attacked and, and attacked Danielson. Wasn't his beef with Andrade originally? Yeah, but well, Andrade got that. his mask back. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's settled now. It's all good. All right. Cool. Whatever. Uh, well, what's freaking Black's problem then? Well, it's a it's a story thread. Oh, and you know what else is weird? Do you see the way they brought him back too, guys? It was almost felt like he was debuting, like re-debuting in AEW. Like, let's reset malachi black i don't know man it just felt a bit weird for me but that's just me yeah well he's dutch he's from holland <laughs> isn't that weird isn't that weird <laughs> <laughs> he's not from amsterdam is he I don't know. actually i think he is yeah no actually i'll take that back somewhere over there um anyway yeah uh so yeah there was that uh i'm guessing the lights went out and came back on mm-hmm yeah okay yep of course i mean come on stand i i legit missed that when i was watching the show and i already have in my notes complaining about how many times the lights went out and went off so that's another <laughs> time that it happened and i didn't even fucking notice one. jesus christ man maybe do you remember the game when you guys were kids it was a kid's game called murder in the dark i don't know if you guys know it i don't know that sounds like something that only happens in Australia. Ben, <laughs> have you heard of that game? Maybe. What? What is it? Basically, from what I remember, you you turn the lights off, right? You you hide, and you know you find it's like hide and seek, but in the dark. But for whatever reason, I didn't come up with the name. It was called Murder in the Dark. My point yeah. is, that's what this shit feels like over and over. Maybe TK used to love that game when he was a kid, mm. and that's what we get. He's just a mark for the Undertaker, but he doesn't understand. Yeah. Like, <laughs> less he's a, he's, is more. <laughs> he's, he's a he's a mark for ECW used to use that with no reason. At least oh, with all the, the Undertaker, time. it makes somewhat yeah. sense of the lights going out. But 
ECW was definitely guilty of that shit over and over and over. And it was anybody. It was never any supernatural character, right. <laughs> which is funny. It's 911. Right, 911. Right, exactly. That's I was going to say that. No shit. You took the words out of my mouth. 911. And who was he in the biggest game of things in ECW? Pretty much a nobody, man. He's famous for choke slamming someone off a balcony. But the lights yep. come on. But, but the lights go out. Right, exactly. Come All on. right. Well, next up, we've got a match between uh, Sky Deep Purple and uh, <laughs> Hollywood Haley J. Um, hey, I know that girl from that show I watched. Yep. Vet, was this the segment that you slowed down for? It sure was, buddy. It <laughs> sure was. You win the prize. Yay. <laughs> you can send um, me a muffin. Um Hey, wait a minute. Uh, so, first of all, I would just like to say that in your absence, uh, your unexcused absence, by the way, last week, it was uh, I... we established. No, okay, we're not gonna. The uh, we established that this is now dark sky. Ah. Yes, dark sky. Dark sky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you got to say, say it like that. Vintage. You got to say it with sky. the Christian Bale Batman voice. <laughs> Dark Sky. Why does Dark Sky still have yellow in her trunks? Yeah, She's not completely dark. Don't, don't get it. Dark is a state of mind, Chris. Yeah. Uh, what does this mean for Julia Hart? Is she going to get jealous? She's, I mean, she's now not important again, I guess. <laughs> you had your shot and you blew it now. Hit the bricks. Yeah, uh, but you know what's even more silly about this? You saw Malachi Black appear, right, just before this match. Shouldn't he, like, appear in this match? It'd make more sense. I'm just putting it you know out what? there. I was I mean, happy to see Hollywood Haley J. She has, she, she has a really good personality, and um, she's got charisma. She really like i mean legitimate you know legitimately she has some charisma um she's still not a great worker uh in terms of like her feet being in the wrong place sometimes but she was in the ring against sky deep purple so or dark sky <laughs> or whatever we're calling her um dark sky dark sky <laughs> see isn't that fun it I is like fun that, right you can have it it is fun i like it i like it. i'm gonna steal that that's that's like the Batman thing. I am vengeance. <laughs> no, but this is, that's it. Your dark Um, I'm gonna cut you off right there. Uh, the the thing that I saw in this match was um that uh, now I've seen I, I've I've now heard of Hollywood Haley J. I had never watched one second of her working before. I've only seen her like be interviewed by rip and von lilas and i've heard all this stuff about her from the netflix show which i also did not watch um so like that was the reason i was like okay let's see you know i slide the uh, fast forward bar back to 1.0 <laughs> and i say let's see what the let's see what the kids got and um she's fucking good the whore the whore is fucking good and if you don't get that reference, uh, you'll have to check out her interview with Rick Rogers to get that reference. Um, I'm sure if she heard me say that, she would pop. But um, yeah, uh, 
everything she did in there was like, yeah, it, to maybe maybe to the untrained eye, it didn't look like much. But to me, um, that was the most impressive, you know, performance I saw all night in a losing effort in a, yep. a, a basic what basically amounted to a squash match. She um, maximized her minutes like better than anybody did, yeah, else. Oh, sure. Yeah, man. They, they just even just it's it's I don't know what everybody else watches when they watch wrestling, but when like for example, she threw a punch that was supposed to be ducked. And if Sky Blue didn't duck it, she was gonna get knocked out with that punch. And that's yeah. what it's supposed to look like. It's not you don't just like swing your arm like eh, like when they yeah. run by because you know they're not yeah. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> and not even with as much effort as Chris just put forth there. Um, that's what you often see a lot. But you're if you're missing anyway, you better throw that whole thing. And she did. And just other things that she did, they all look good. Um, so yeah, and, and on a on a night where um Brian Danielson and Andrade had a match, uh, I was most impressed by um uh, miss hollywood Haley j in this in this uh match and i did not regret my normal speed watching so i'll say that i want to put some people over this could be the end of me putting people over tonight though <laughs> it, it might it might be the last nice thing i have to say too um yeah no i i really like this chick i, I think that somebody's going to give her a shot and they're going to be able to make some money with her um She's she did have got a WWE tryout recently, I think, too. She also needs to grow up a little bit, like, on an emotional level. Like, she's got to grow up a little bit. She's got to start making slightly well, better decisions because she can't just she can't just she's be young, dude. She's I know young. she is. I know she yeah. is. And that's what I'm saying. Like, she's still got time. I have, you know, I have I'm not saying like, you know, it's all over because she has a bad attitude. Lots of people have a bad attitude at, you know, early 20 something. But I'm just saying, like, you know, <laughs> if she's. If she's doing a bunch of drugs while she's signed to WWE, she's going to get released. Like, they're not going to have her around there if she's failing wellness policies and stuff like that. And she showed pretty clearly in that documentary that, like, she's just going to do whatever the fuck she wants sometimes. And she's got to get that under control if she's going to maximize her career because she's got something. Like, she really does have something. Um, but she does need to grow up a little bit emotionally. Other than that, she's awesome. This I I knew as soon as as soon as you said, uh, vet, that there was a moment that you slowed down. I knew this was it because I was like, yeah, this was. I mean, she 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 lost a squash match and looked like the bigger star. That's that takes some talent, you know. I mean, dark star sky. <laughs> yeah. She is she really that good though? I mean, she she's not really that good. You know what I'm saying? Dark sky? Who? No. Dark sky. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, right. Other than her backside, which is the only thing that's over about her, let's be real, right? And I don't even. I mean, don't get me wrong. She's got a nice butt, but come on, how many women have got butts like that? Yeah, I'm just few. saying. You know what there's I mean? There's a few right. on this show. <laughs> like it's right, exactly. There's, few, there's like eight of them on this company. It's not, but I mean, and listen, I, I still, I really think that they're making a mistake by doing this with her character. I think that she was starting to get, she was already getting like the social media presence and mentions and stuff like that. And yes, it was about her ass, but if that's what people are choosing to focus on, fucking give it to them. If that's what's making you popular, fucking give people more of it. 
don't take it away from people. Like, unless you actually understand the psychology of how to take things away from people in a heelish way, and she doesn't, you just fucking lean into it. If all of a sudden, you know, uh, Amz's ass was on, was like trending on Twitter, you can bet your fucking ass I'd be showing up on here and like twerking during the intros and shit because. <laughs> Yeah, you want you, is that what everybody wants to look at? Is that what everybody wants to see? That's what's gonna make me popular. <laughs> Fucking cool, man. Is this we'll gonna get cool. you to change the channel and tune in to channelattitude.com? Then I will twerk <laughs> at the beginning of every fucking intro. Like Ams's like, ass? Is that what it's called? Yeah. So I mean, so they're taking <laughs> it away from like they're they're basically like not leaning into the character that she was already starting to get mentions and get popularity with, which was that sort of cutesy, you know, sporty little sister sort of vibe. Right. It's cool. If that's what's getting you over, run with it. Why the fuck would you change to Dark Sky? Like, <laughs> well, look, why? Look, I okay, once again, I have to cut you off. Sell to the corner. Okay. Um, the thing about Sky Blue is uh whatever her character was surrounding what got her over is irrelevant <laughs> it doesn't matter what you dress it up as people are there people were talking about what they were talking about and they couldn't have even told you what her character was supposed to be so if you'd make it dark then as long as she dude her ass is still out it doesn't matter if she puts a little bit of that that crying mist under her eyes or whatever her ass is still out so nothing has really changed oh, yes. there the other thing i will say in sky blue's defense is we always talk about people that may have potential and all they need is more reps well if you compare the sky blue of last night with the sky blue of debut oh, yeah. i mean she's putting the work in for whatever oh, reason yeah. maybe she's not the best that everybody wants to see but um like she's on every ring of honor episode trying trying hard <laughs> she's on all these shows trying hard so yeah. she's getting as many reps as she possibly can and you could see an improvement it's not like a um a night and day improvement but it's definitely moving in the right direction. Still not where I'd like you to be if you're on a national TV level, which is already where Haley J is at in a squash, um, <laughs> on the wrong side of a squash. But I will say that um, <clears throat> Sky Blue can be more than just an ass, uh, even if it's yep. a, a, a dark ass. Uh, no, I still, agree with you. I 100% yeah. agree with you about her like as a as an asset like I'm sorry. I'm that, that <laughs> I, I, that's actually I I didn't even mean to say it like that. Um but as an asset for your company, she's a person to sign. She's a person to keep around for sure because she is showing you she's willing to try and get better. You know what I mean? And like you said, if you look at her last night from when she first debuted, complete night and day. Complete night and day. She was a mess. When they first signed her, she was, she was basically fresh out of, you know, creator pro, like at that point, right? She was just nothing. She just had nothing at all. And she has worked really hard and you can see she's really improved. I'm just saying, if you're, if you're getting over, 
in terms of like, and it's, I'm not saying over, like you're going to fucking, people are going to change the channel for you. I'm not saying that. <laughs> okay. Please. I I've made it clear. There's about four real draws in professional wrestling and two of them are part-timers. It ain't like, it's not a thing. There's nobody's a real fucking draw in wrestling anymore. But I mean, like you're getting the mentions on social media as the character of the cute sportsy little sister with the nice ass. Like, Run with that for a bit. And once it starts to get stale, you can switch it. But don't switch it just to switch it, which seems like what they do quite often in AEW. They switch things just for the sake of switching things. And that's not really good work that either. Could, and that's that not her. Be, that, that's yeah, not that, her. Could be a, that could be a message for Tony. I don't know. Well, if it she, is 100% a message but for if Tony. She, yeah. But then again, if she pitched something too, like, I don't know. Who knows? It's not really relevant. Um, cause like I said, I, I just, I just disagree from the standpoint of like, no one cares what you dress it up as they're only there for one thing right now. And she hasn't made that big of a difference. And matter of fact, she's not even turning heel. She's just been affected by this mist. Like so many people have, you know? So it's like, yeah. okay, we'll see where, she, where she's going. And we'll talk about something else on, uh, battle of the belts later that we, you, you guys may not be privy to that involves, Cool. Did she win a belt? Sadly, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that that streak continues. Good for them. The streak of no one winning a belt on Battle of the Belts continues. I, right. well, I didn't say that. Now you'll have to stick around to the end of our review to find out if someone won a belt. Okay. <laughs> um. Well, uh, next up, we've got a tag match. The Gun Club. Uh, they're up next. They're being accompanied by Jay White. That's good. It's always good to see Jay. Uh, he looks good with that fucking belt around his around. He his does. Face, by the way. <laughs> I agree. They win a quick one against the Time Splitters or the the eighties guys. What what the, the fuck are they called? That's, the Outrunners. That's, that's Kushida, the Outrunners right, the, from the OBW as well. It's funny enough. Hey, listen, the Outrunners, Truth Magnum and Turbo Floyd, baby. That's a fun. <laughs> that's a fun little gimmick. Fuck high energy. Remember them? I, I like that. That's another. That's that's another good example of maximizing your minutes. You're there for a squash loss, but your gear looks good. We understand exactly who they're you're supposed to be. They're not bad, man. Be. They're actually not bad. Commentary even actually like put put over the gimmick, right? Like you know, you know, he won the best body award in 1984 or whatever, right? And like, <laughs> they're, you know, they're the like... youngest men alive, Chris. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking great stuff. Like this was a really good example of maximizing your minutes in a loss, um, but. Yeah, there's not much to talk about in terms of the match. Jimmy, what do you think about these guys? You know, from what I've seen, man, I actually, look, their job is in AEW, don't get me wrong. But in OVW, from what they do in OVW and um, what they've kind of been doing in AEW, um, I think they're actually good hands for what they are. I mean, I think AEW seems a little interested in them because they keep bringing them back. Whether they sign these guys, I'm not sure. But you know what? At least a legit tag team i would sign the guys just for the sake of having another tag team but a proper tag team not just two guys that are just you know put together so you know what man i don't know i mean the future looks bright for these guys we'll see they just remind me of uh, high energy if you remember um back in wcw or high voltage sorry high voltage remember that danger danger at the start of the of this song that's what they remind me of that's the only thing but what are they they're supposed to be surfer dudes they're basically guys who are stuck in 80s wrestling culture 
Okay. Well, that's a bit weird for a friggin' wrestling gimmick, in my opinion. But you'll hear them talk about Zubas and stuff like that. So, it's, uh... <laughs> hey, didn't uh, Hawk own that brand? As a matter of fact, I don't know. I'm pretty sure he did. He's I don't know. I that, wasn't uh... a wrestler in the '80s, Jimmy. I don't know the answer. No, I know, but I've heard stories. I'm pretty sure Hawk was the one that uh, brought out those pants. All right. Well, anyway, yeah, it's fun. I like I like them. I I'd sign them too, even if they're just a jobber tag team. That's not a bad thing. Like, if they're gonna be jobbers, but they're gonna entertain you, which that's their job, right? That's the point of what they're doing. <laughs> they entertain me. I can only speak for myself, but I find the gimmick to be funny. Like, I find it to be fun, and like it does break up the show a little bit for me. It's not they're not just another fucking tag team, right? They they actually have right. something when they come out. So exactly. it's fun. For sure. <clears throat> All right. Well, anyway, the lights go out. <laughs> Again. And this time it's a devil. He's shown on screen. And then Jay White gets spooked and the Bullet Club leave. That was it. This is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really dumb. Like, I mean, dumb as dog shit, if that's even a thing. What was. So now they're going to think like he's the actual devil and they're spooked. I don't I mean, come I don't, on, man. Yeah. Like if I'm Jay White and I'm surrounded by my boys, I'm like, all right, bring it on. Fuck face. You know what I would say if I was Jay White on, on a promo, I'd be like, there's no such thing as the devil. You know what I mean? You know, play up to that. You don't scare me. There's no such thing as a devil. And you know, whatever you want to say after that, I'm just saying so we're going to have Supernatural JF now? Is it SJF now? That's, uh, God. I don't think that's MJF. They're playing up like it's MJF, and I think that they're trying to tell you that Jay White believes it's MJF, but it's not MJF behind okay. that mask. Sorry, it's a little Mimito devil. It's uh, Adam Cole or some shit. Adam Cole. It's like, what's the devil's son's name? Is it Damien? Is that right? It's like, that's it's something it like that. It's not really the devil. It's Damien. <laughs> it's Damien. Like, little Damien, like, on, like, yeah, bring your... It's Damien666 your... from WCW, the yeah. luchador. It's like, bring your kid to work day. <laughs> devil brought, you know, the devil brought him along. It's like, come on. Uh, come geez. on, you can torture the hookers or whatever. Fuck. <laughs> and there's more lights to turn off as we go, funny enough. So, he's not the only... Two lights out moments so far. And counting. Tony Khan having serious problems keeping the lights on in AEW. Maybe he forgot to pay the fucking electricity bill. That should be Brandon Thurston's next fucking title on his on the next thing that he writes. (laughs) Wattage by hour by quarter hour. (laughs) 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 Fucking hell. Uh, Uh, So AEW. Orange Cassidy's backstage. Uh, He's uh, he's being interviewed by Lexi. I guess he's going to be defending uh, his championship against John Silver at some point mm, in some show. Yeah, Battle of the Belt later on tonight. Yeah, great. I'm so glad yeah. I missed it. I'm so glad I missed it. I didn't have to watch John Silver and Orange Cassidy. That's good. Uh, Chris Statlander comes into the picture, and she uh, she picks up Lexi over her shoulders, and she does some squats. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, squats. That's cool. Anyway, uh, next up, uh, apparently we're here to piss off Memphis because, uh, yeah, they, 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 they recreate the concession stand brawl, but this time worse. 
Um, this was definitely a wreckage, Chris. This was stupid. It's between Jeff Jarrett and Fat Edbert. Um, <laughs> they do some stuff. Yeah. They they hit each other with stuff, and there's there's a, a table there. There's a table there with like the picnic, like you know, spread <laughs> on it. Uh, yeah, there's ketchup and mustard and hot dogs and. Uh, Fat Edbert went on to say that this was the most comfortable he's ever been in the ring. Uh, <laughs> there was ketchup and hot dogs. Anyway, he's fat. Uh, Jay Lethal uh, comes in and gives him like a cutter off the stage uh... through the table, which isn't the finish. Uh, it's barely the beginning. <laughs> this company just drives me up a fucking wall sometimes, man. <laughs> Uh, uh, this company, man, it took like a million bazillion finishes, mind you, and a bazillion and a million people just so to fucking. Yeah. Eddie gets get, Eddie gets back in the ring and he's starting to get the upper hand, but then Jay comes back and he hits him with stuff, and then and then he still comes back, but then Satnam Singh gets involved and he's still, but he gets back and you know he's back in charge again after that, and then he gets you know interrupted by. 17 other fucking people and then eventually loses this match. God, what a fucking waste of time. Vet? Mm-hmm. Well, two of my favorites, Jeff Jarrett and Eddie Kingston, <laughs> uh, putting on a clinic for everybody and uh, you know? Clinic? They need to get Perhaps a Mayo Clinic? Clinic? Just not the kind <laughs> yeah. thing. A Mayo Clinic. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I just I I the, here's the deal. All joking aside, which this was just it was what it was. It would be helped immensely by two things. Number 1, if I didn't see something like this on wrestling television with no exaggeration. It is never more than every other week like that I have to go without seeing some shit like this like there's always some kind of no rules fight anywhere match on some wrestling show it's usually multiple times a week but it's never more than two weeks that you have to go without seeing something like this if this was the first time you'd seen anything like it in say three months okay a little more permissible number two if there was ever any doubt about the outcome of this match then again it would have been slightly more permissible because the whole idea was that if jeff wins he gets his friend a championship match he doesn't earn shit all he is get mustard porn on him or whatever but but it's jay lethal that gets the title shot now so why in the world would you have a guy with no friends versus an entire entourage of people and have that guy go over the entourage? Of course, Jeff's going to win. So we're just waiting for this to be over. We're not like invested in this. Like, Oh, can Eddie, can Eddie somehow pull this out to get out of defending his title? That's not even a good way to root for a baby face. So pretty much everything around this, the booking of this was wrong and dumb. And I wish that Jeff Jarrett would shut shit like this down. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, rather than yeah. let himself be ribbed. Um, or maybe he's the one doing the ribbing. Like, 
hey, I'll just hit a couple of moves and, you know, get some condiments poured on me no. and uh, I'll let everybody else do all the the hard stuff and I'm getting paid regardless. So maybe Jeff's the smartest of them all, but um, even though he did come out in his full wrestling gear for a street fight and not, you know, the, the street well, clothes, like he let Sanjay dress in the street clothes. It's um, funny that yeah. you brought up though about, came out about it being a rib. Though. He did yeah, yeah. for us by us. I mean, that's what Fubi stands for, right? But no, but it's funny you bring up the rib thing, right? Could it be a rib to to his match back in WWE against China, the housekeeping match? <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, I mean, whatever. But but again, like I said, if you if we didn't see a match like this every single week in pro wrestling these days, uh, right? I don't even know if anybody. You don't have to go back to '99 to to pull a rib on a match like this. All you have to do no, is no, go, back go back to, to TNA, right? Yeah, or 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 Friday Night Rampage, whatever. Yeah, it's like that. you you. There's always somebody fighting with garbage. Also, just just to point out to your thing about psychology earlier, Chris, where you're talking about like, hey, maybe we should focus on body parts if our finisher involves that body part of things. Here's how even in this match, and it's Jarrett who doesn't even get the psychology of this. So he picks up like this table. It's like, it's not like the table that you normally see people go through. It's like one of those like cafe tables. <laughs> and he slams it into Eddie's knee. And then he picks up a chair that you would sit next to this table if you were going to use it for what its intended purpose. And then he hits, he hits him with the chair in the legs and throws that away. And then he gets a garbage can <laughs> and starts hitting him in the leg. And it's like, you went the opposite way. You took the heaviest thing and worked your way down to the lightest, flimsiest thing. Yep. Like, it, it, that's that's not what you do. Even in a stupid match like this, you got the psychology wrong. So I'm yep. very disappointed in everyone involved. Um, but... Also, he took a cutter off the stage through a table and then just lost to a wrestling move. Like, well, look, obviously, if he hadn't oh. taken that table cutter off the stage, he would have kicked out. So, right. it Six was it, it was an accumulation of damage. We know that. Don't yeah. that of all the nits you're going to pick, don't pick that one. Uh, uh, but anyway, yeah, four stars. <laughs> you know what else is silly? Like you brought up before, Vet. The stipulation is just retarded straight up. Yeah. Like it is so stupid. Yeah. Why? I mean, cool. There, there must be the best of besties because, you know, Jared must've been like, no worries, Jay. I'm going to go in that ring and I'm going to get you a title shot because you deserve it. Not earned it, but deserve it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like who, and like you said before, also Vet, why would Jared agree to something silly like this? But then again, he could be just throwing it in because, Fuck it, he's getting paid, right? Why should he care? Yeah, and and they could like they could do a situation like this where it could make sense, right? You, you could have like a a long standing tag team, and one of the guys is starting to get over or whatever, right? You could have a situation where the heel says, "All right, fine, I'll defend against you to the partner who's getting over, right? But only if he beats me in a wrestling match, right? Right, right. You know what right. I mean, like." You could get that situation over, and it could make sense, right? Because the because you know the the guy's tag team partner is going, man. Listen, like I don't like if that's what's going to get you to the next level. Like, let me help you. You know, we've always been partners, etc. You could get it over, but not really from a face, and not really just cause, and not really like 
the company said because that's stupid. It's just well, fucking dumb. Again, it doesn't make any sense. Maybe I've missed something, but why was this match even really a thing again? Why and why did we go to a blow off style match? Because they wanted a blow off. Think want, about it. This should have been the fucking wanted a concession stand brawl in Memphis, Jimmy. That's it. <sighs> they wanted to remind people that you know a long time ago there was a there was a segment that you guys ran here in Memphis that was actually successful and interesting, mostly because nobody had seen it before and it was new. Like, yeah, it's the same I, thing I, with I, the fucking lights out gimmick, right? If you yeah, never five saw fucking the times fucking lights, night, if you never out. saw the lights go out, exactly. If you never saw the lights go out for six months in wrestling, and then suddenly the lights went out and came back on, you'd be like, "Oh, that was kind of cool," right? <laughs> you see it four times tonight, four fucking times oh. in one night. Are you high? <laughs> well. <laughs> I well, mean. you're high. I know you're high. No. But I'm saying, like, you know, the Booker, are you fucking high? What the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, do you? Do we need to say what is wrong with this guy? I mean, I don't know. He's, anyway, he's a weird dude. Uh, weird. Anyway, Vet, did you have anything you wanted to say? It looked like you you had a comment. Um, no. no. Okay, cool. Change, change my mind. All right, sweet. Um, <laughs> listen. Uh, you know what, guys. I, Max Caster is like really gay for MJF. Like he's like super he's sunshine, super dude. gay for MJF. Um, I'm not sure if you've seen the subtle hints that they're dropping uh, between between uh, Max Caster, but uh, uh, it's really subtle. You really have to pay close attention to understand. But he is like super fucking gay for MJF. It's, it's getting worse every Bowen's week. Uncomfortable. It's, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Bowens is like, man, that's kind of gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, man. Why? I mean, where are we going with this? If you no, know don't the come history, on. No. Oh, no. don't come None on. No, yeah. definitely not that. Yuck. Why'd yeah. you say that for a bit? Damn it. Max but, Caster thinks this is said. hilarious. <laughs> he's, he's maybe really his name is Max Cu- Max Custard now at this point. I, we're not we're not making cum jokes about about this fucking situation, Jimmy. Move on. Oh my god, yuck. Custard. You. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, please continue, Chris. Jesus Christ. I just it's like, man, like you've got your fucking world champion involved in this nonsense. Like Yeah, yeah. To sub story too, for whatever reason. And for fuck's sakes, guys, like you can do this in a way that's respectful. Like to the actual community, right? Because the gay community doesn't like the no community likes to be made a fucking mockery of, okay? And that's what they're doing right now with this fucking thing. They are making a mockery of the gay community. If you do things where it's subtle, right? But it's still clear, but it's subtle, you can get people really interested in that kind of a in that kind of a storyline. Okay. I'm not exaggerating when I say that last week. Um, after the acclaimed helped Max or whatever, Caster was on TV opening his mouth and pointing to it. Like, fuck off. Dark skies. <laughs> so it wasn't, he wasn't just doing the, the baby Jay Sherman thing. Uh, eh? Like, eh? like on behalf of like, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not a part of the LGBTQ plus IA. <laughs> Clearly. 
whatever community, <laughs> right? But like on behalf of them anyway, uh, stop. Like stop that. It's it's yeah. it, it's just it's true, awful. Yeah. It's just awful what they're doing with this, because. But if again, you say like, that publicly, Chris, you're going to get lynched pretty much. <laughs> you know that. It, it's. I'm not saying don't do a gay gimmick. Do a gay gimmick. I, I've said for a long time, dude. I've been saying for years that a, a wrestling character whose gimmick was I'm gay, but I, you know, I don't really want to fucking talk about it. I want to win championships and be a really good right. professional wrestler, like, like a normal also, person, right? Also, I happen to be gay. I think that could make money in wrestling. I could, especially his name is Anthony Bowens. Anthony yeah, fucking Bowens go. is a really good example, though. Like he doesn't play up the gayness. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Fred Roster is another good example, right? Yeah, we know true. he's gay. Yeah. He doesn't come out and be like, oh, oh, oh. But if he's is, an exception, he does weird shit. It's so, it's just so fucking childish. And it just, it makes it, it honestly makes it look like you're making fun of those people. It, it, it really legitimately looks like you're making fun of gay people and you're not actually playing it out, off as a gay story. I don't well, like don't have to right. give it any more airtime. No, you're right. We don't. <laughs> okay. So next up, CJ Perry comes down to look pretty oh, while oh. Uh, Action Andrade and Miro have a match. <laughs> Action Andrade. Action Andrade. He he's he's short. He he got shorter since the first since his first match. He's pulling double duty, is Action Andrade. <laughs> um Tony Schiavone, by the way, really wants us to believe that Action Andrade can win this match. Like Dude, he really Miro is done. That's thing. it. Fuck this. After the way this match went, you might as well just forget Miro. Just fuck you. The minute I saw the picture and picture come up, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> you lasted. You lasted this long." Yeah, not good. Um, you can have uh, Action Andrade have. Uh, two hope spots in this match. If you want, if you want to be, if you want to be really, really nice to him, you can have him have the two first hope is his spots. entrance. Yeah, <laughs> and and the second hope spot needs to be as a direct result of CJ Perry like distracting Miro. Right, Miro's talking to CJ Perry, and uh, you know Andrade lands a fucking tope or something. Right, he, he does something after selling his ass off. This match should have been eighty twenty at best. For uh, for Miro, it should have been eight. Probably it should have been ninety five five. Like Andrade probably should have landed a punch, and that should have been about the entirety of what he fucking did in this match. But again, if you want to have a distraction moment where Perry distracts Miro and Andrade lands some fucking thing, some some flippy doodah shit that he fucking does, cool. I'm fine with that. This match was eighty twenty for action fucking Andrade, and I am annoyed as fuck. This is. The wrong booking, period. This is bad for everybody. You don't get Andrade over because nobody fucking believes you're winning the match. It doesn't matter what you do in this match. Nobody believes you're getting the fucking win anyway. But wait, wait, Chris, what what about that time he beat Chris Jericho? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. This fucking company, man. Like, I am not a wrestler. I have never put a wrestling show together in my life. And I still watch this and go, fuck, these people are stupid. Like, these guys really don't understand. It's been four fucking years at this point, Jimmy. It's been four years. This guy still doesn't understand professional wrestling. 
He doesn't. He actually doesn't, man. And 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 not just doesn't understand it, but he's digressing. Like think about think about when AEW first started, and don't get me wrong, there was a lot of silly shit even back then. But compared to now, it's it's beyond silly. Like it was never this silly. You know what I mean? It was just slightly silly. You know what I mean? For a little bit. But now he's just gone backwards, man. He needs again, I know we've said this a million times, but get someone to help him book this shit, man. And I'm talking about someone already established. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't never, know. Jimmy. Like, who's around? Never. Yeah, never. never. But it won't happen. It, it will never happen. But if he can put his ego aside, just fucking do it. You know what I mean? Get can somebody. Imagine, can you imagine being one of those guys that's on those message boards <laughs> and booking e-feds and then you just oh, bring man. in a professional e-fed booker to help you book your e-fed? <laughs> Come on. Who would Please. do that? Nobody Come would on. do that. And he's not going to do it now. <laughs> You know what, though? Uh, you know what would have helped Miro vanquish his opponent much faster and oh, avoid going that? through a commercial break? What's that, man? If he was dark. Yeah. Man, <laughs> if he was dark. Like, you saw what the mist has done for Sky Blue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if, um, if Malachi or... Is that his name? I forget which federation he's called what in, but... <laughs> If he yeah. comes out and spits in uh in Outside? Miro's eye, that could like that could um yeah, that could up his proficiency in the ring by like six hundred percent. And he would just be able to blast through this nobody and and we could all move on with our <laughs> lives. Yeah. Well, funny enough, is the women the only ones that are in danger to the dark cocky all over no, their faces? No, because remember, uh, Malachi is the one that got his mist reversed back on him, which is why he had that dark patch <laughs> that whole time. He came on himself. Yeah, he came on himself, and uh, <laughs> and and if you notice now that he's back, that patch is gone, but his eye is still discolored. So right, but perhaps what about he's Pat? he's managed to focus all that darkness into his white <laughs> eye. And there's a lot of subtle storytelling that I think you guys just are giving short shrift on this show while you're talking Damn. about Tony Khan's booking. Like, who? Well, God, that God is, knows we complex. don't pay. God knows we don't pay complex. enough attention to Malister Black. Um, yeah, <laughs> Malister Black. Anyway, um, oh, also that name. mist is like the oh. most effective and least used thing in professional wrestling. If, if you can turn everybody to the dark side by using that mist. Just have a match every night and use the mist. Pretty soon you're going to have an army of zombie darkness darkies <laughs> that can be your dark house of blackened elevators or whatever the fuck you want you're calling yourselves. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. the thing is, Pac is the only one that seems to be, he uh, must have like some sort of anti uh, darkness matter on his face because. He was he's already slightly. He, he but he, it, it doesn't work on on Pac because he's already a oh a bastard bastard <laughs> sorry <laughs> you got to be a bastard literally to to have those sort of powers I guess no 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 not no. a bastard uh, uh a bastard bastard <laughs> <clears throat> all right sorry. I hope nobody's listening with earphones. Um, the backstage <laughs> is a chaotic place, by the way, in AEW, because JAS um, 
they're 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 backstage and they they're back on the same page, but then they're not because the the fat one from 2.0, I don't know his name, said something My about not dancing, <laughs> about not dancing, and then Daniel Garcia got mad, and then Anna would like drug off the fat one by his ear and was like, "We're gonna go have a conversation." Or something. Mm-hmm. I don't. I assume that's basically what happened. Um, the guy who thinks he's the Fonz uh, was still there, <laughs> uh, brushing his hair when Ruby Soho came in and uh, looked like Ruby was uh, hey, wanting some of that. But then she was like, that. "But then she was like, hey, why don't you get the fuck out of my shot?" And then uh-huh. uh, she's mad about the breakdown in the uh, the social outcasts. I, I mean, uh, the outside hers. Um, she's mad about it, but she's gonna, she's gonna become a champion because that's what she does, except it's not because she's been there for a year at this point and she's not a champion yet. So she's going to be the do biggest hear, Do you want to hear something stupid? What's that? Um, Stupider than this? Besi- yes. Yeah. Please. Besides, <laughs> besides everything that you just laid out, uh, here's one more thing. Um, the, her promo was like. Ruby So's promo was like, "Hey, I, I'm I'm throwing down the gauntlet, right? Wasn't that what she said? Like, I'm I'm challenging. I'm going to be a champion in this company or whatever, right? That's sure. what she said, right? <laughs> right. As if she didn't know, like we knew because we already saw the graphic once, and now we're seeing it again while she's saying this that she's got a championship match against Hikaru Shida, and they're billboarding it for Dynamite. So, was she the last person to know? Did she not see the graphic?" Did she Probably go out and might. cut the promo, not knowing that her match was already booked and billboarded and had a graphic made? Oh well, she must have just found out a bit. Oh, yeah, <laughs> she found out after this was a pre-tape. <laughs> that would have been nice though if they had like told her, you know. Yeah, it would be, but you know, you know the whole thing that your promo is going to be about. We settled it. You can just not. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> well, um, there's another Rush video. Sorry, Rush, uh, oh, Rush video. No. Not George St. Pierre. This isn't George St. Pierre or no, the no wonderful Rush Canadian band that, that did <laughs> the trees um, uh, and boy. Tom Sawyer. Um, <clears throat> it's Rush. And uh, I don't know. He's a gangster or something. Yeah, a gangster. But why are we still seeing these vignettes and nothing's happening? Where did the little shitheads go that he was training? That he brought down to Mexico to get them to straighten up. The <laughs> Pentaco and the dog they were, guy. They were right there. Yeah, they were in there. that boardroom. Yeah. But they'll did they, they but like are they better now? Did they learn their lesson? They got stabbed, Chris, and now they're fine. They well, well bro, they went from they <laughs> went from a Mexican kidnapping to being in suits in a boardroom. I'd say they came up. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, this well. this super this super gangsters. That's that's no an interesting journey that might have been. Grosso, that's an interesting journey to go from you know you suck and we hate you and uh, you know we're basically going to have you stabbed almost to death so that you toughen up and then and then get from Dude. that point to being like a part of the boardroom of the of the crime family. That's an interesting <laughs> journey that would be really nice to have seen or experienced or like been a part of. <clears throat> in any way at this point to me guys rush is just all talk <laughs> that's all he is all talk no action 
And the, and we don't even know who those guys were beefing with. Why were they getting kidnapped? By who were they getting kidnapped? Like, why haven't we got other cartels? So we got cartel wars now in wrestling. Is that what's happening? We're going to have, is this over fucking TK's drug supplier? Is that what's going on? Or don't ask questions. Just consume product. (laughs) Just consume. Sounds Russian. Don't ask questions. (laughs) Just consume product. All right. So Eddie Kingston (laughs) is backstage getting seen to. He's very angry at Jay Lethal. And uh, because he's angry, his blood pressure goes up and he needs to sit back down. Which is... No, it's because he eats too much junk food. All right. That's well, why his fucking blood pressure's up. That can, yeah, that can fuck up your blood uh, pressure. Uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he's going to have a match with Jay Lethal. We already, this gave is a good we already established that. But this is a good this? promo, guys. Stop it. Okay. Fine. Uh, perhaps perhaps all the circumstances surrounding yeah. it uh may not the best eddie kingston is doing good promos yeah eddie kingston can talk well he he, he is yeah, articulate. All talk, another one all fucking he is talk. he is he is very articulate and um he's a good actor like he's actually a good actor he he his best work was actually in impact when they were doing the lax stuff uh with him that was great I mean, he's he's actually good at acting not good at much else involved in professional wrestling, but acting is like, I don't know. If okay, you're look, good, it can be promo, like 60% let's be honest. of it. He like can it's... definitely cut a promo, but that's it. That's all he's good for, really. Pretty much, yeah. Also, he's fat. Uh, FTR have a squash match against somebody who I don't know. I don't. I, I didn't bother. Who the hell was that idiot with the fucking blonde goatee or whatever the fuck it was? <laughs> That was what the uh fuck was that? That was Slim Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. That's a shocking goatee, whatever the fuck. The that Blade is. Runners brought him back from 1984, and he was really, really <laughs> skinny then. <laughs> this was before he was, he was Metallica? <laughs> yeah, when he exactly when he was about to play in Metallica, but didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking yeah, but it's 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 a, it is pretty cool though, because you don't normally see anybody bothering to rock the the kid and you know kid from kid and play or like the larry blackmon level flat tops I love anymore kid and you play, just, man back in the day most people are just content to if they even have a flat top to just have like a normal one but he's got like the full you know like buckingham palace guard looking like a fucking beef eater yeah uh, yeah um <laughs> Anyway, the lights go out. <laughs> they did? <laughs> and the House of Black were there to attack FTR. So mm-hmm. Now, what's that the freaking problem with Dax Daxon and Cash Cashton? Honestly. Uh, they're confused. You know what? They're probably just angry because their names aren't dark enough. They're not dark. Just not, not as dark as Buddy. <laughs> Uh, but that's so true though man like buddy anyway whatever never mind all right it's time for the main event of the night as uh can you do that with more like mark henry please okay it's time for the main event (laughs) Hmm. oh shit 
By the way, it I love is. Mark and Henry. Boy. Like I legitimately love Mark Henry. Mark Henry is too fucking good for what they have him doing. He's Dude, a he joke. He signed to AEW and bashes the company. Yeah, because Mark Henry is a <laughs> fucking king of a person. Mark Henry is like, yeah, you're paying me. This is still stupid. (laughs) Yeah, you're paying me still. Like, I fucking loved when Mark Henry came out with what he said after the CM Punk thing, where he was like, well, the cancer's gone, so all the problems should be gone. Right, guys? Right? (laughs) Right? Right? (laughs) It's like, oh. The best about Mark Henry, do you guys remember right before he signed with the company, he would turn up with his little microphone and his little fucking uh, suitcase, and he'd turn up to all the press conferences and interview (laughs) everyone. Then he got a contract. That was the funniest and best Mark Henry, man. That shit used to pop me. But yeah, then he got signed. And he still bashes the company. You'd think TK would be like, hey, uh, hey, Mark, uh, can you like, uh, like, not, not talk so much about no. us? On- Tony Khan okay, has thought- never had a conversation like that with anyone even approaching yeah, the size it, of Mark sure. Henry. <laughs> never. He's got too much respect for the, those type of guys, I think, that he wouldn't actually like want to like say shit. It's not respect. He is afraid to talk to people. He is blatantly (laughs) afraid to have a conversation with someone where he says, listen, you're fucking up and I need you to stop it. And that's that's a perfectly legitimate conversation to have if you're somebody's boss. It's like, listen, listen, I'm not here to give you shit, but you're fucking this up. I need you to fix it, okay? All right. But but no shit. If you if you if you're TK just say Chris, right, and you hired whoever and they were doing what they were doing on their podcast, saying whatever they're saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, wouldn't you fucking threaten to fire the dude for talking I shit? I wouldn't threaten to fire him. I would go to him and I'd be like, Mark, what can we do? I, I would be like, listen, if I was Tony Khan, I'm not Tony Khan, okay? First of all, I'm not, neuro- <laughs> I'm not neurodivergent. I'm not a, I'm not a cokehead. I'm not, like, I haven't been pampered my whole fucking life. I've, I literally have grown up chopping wood and carrying water, okay? That's, that's literally been my fucking life, okay? Literally, I've done that. Um... So I'm not that guy, right? But if I'm a guy who's got Mark Henry on my fucking payroll and Mark Henry is talking shit about what we're doing, my inclination would be to go to a guy like Mark Henry and be like, Mark, right? what can we do to improve? What do we need to do? Give me some ideas, Mark. Do you know what I mean? Because first of all, Mark Henry might have an idea. And even if he doesn't, Mark Henry is going to come away from that conversation by going, Listen, I didn't know what to tell them, but at least they're trying. At least I can right, see that exactly. this person is open to the idea of help Showing and how to improve, right? <laughs> right? Like at that point, my guess is Mark Henry doesn't say shit about anything on on the TV. And the next time somebody yeah, brings trying, up how right? shitty the company is, Mark Henry's going to say something nice to the effect of, "You know what? Like I know that it's not perfect, but I do feel like these guys are really trying hard to improve and make the product better." But he's seeing all of these fucking vets come in that um, all of these vets coming in and basically being like, hey, guys, like, here's an idea. Right. And then you've got people like fucking uh, 90210's son there uh, mm-hmm. being like, I don't need to take advice from Billy Gunn. Real glass. Yes, you do. You fucking idiot. <laughs> At the yeah. very least, you smile and nod and then do what you were going to do anyway. Yeah. But yeah, that's the thing. When you work for an actual company, you know that uh, those type of things never happen. Like Tony Khan will never tell anybody anything. What he'll do is he'll have somebody tell somebody something for him. That's how management works. 
That way he's absolved of everything and it makes Jerry Lynn seem like he's the bad guy that he has to tell somebody yeah. something. <laughs> so Yeah. And ain't nobody telling Mark Henry anything. So Yeah. That's why he has yeah. free reign to say whatever he wants on Busted yeah, best, Open. Best of luck. Uh, if you're, if you're going to try to tell Mark Henry what to do, that seems a lot like telling Stevie Ray what to do. Mm. Have at it. Go for it. <laughs> Me, I'll be over in the corner. I might be recording it, right? But I'm not going to get involved. Like, I'm I'll have my phone up, out. Boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's not right. happening. So All can right. we get one more Mark Henry? It's time for the main event, please. Okay. <laughs> it's time for the main event. Uh... <clears throat> All right. So, Jimmy, you're in the main event again. Good for you. No, I'm not. I was. Yeah, you no, are. you're right. You were in the main Boy, event. Boy, was I in a long match, too. With your tag team partner, Claudio. I have a question. Um, <sighs> As they were making their entrance, they did like a Oh, my God. Thing. Thank you. I was going to say the same thing. Sorry, I freaked out because I was waiting. I wanted to say the same thing, but please continue. Yeah, so the crab Jimmy... thing. So Jimmy is is really pushing the whole crab cats thing uh, on television. Oh uh, yeah, that's a good one. Good for yeah, you. What up to the crab cats? Too? Also, crab cats. why in the fuck are the ROH tag championships in the graphic? I have no fucking idea. But why are they doing space invader crab shit when they're walking no, out? No, no, that's no, what no. that shit is. No, no, that's no, what no. I want to know. <laughs> okay, that's stupid. But no, 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 no. We can't just paint over that. The uh, graphic. For these two fucktards coming out, right in the center of the graphic, right yeah. behind them, is a huge fucking eight feet tall graphic of the ROH Tag Team Championships. I I have no idea, Chris. I can't answer that question. Who are the ROH Tag Team Champions? Isn't it the Devil and the and Damien? <laughs> yes. I mean the DDs, the, yeah. I, this company is a joke, dude. <laughs> what do you want me to say? They they don't know what the fuck they're doing in production. They don't know what they're doing with graphics. They have no idea what what wrestling is, let alone sports entertainment. Because let's be real, they don't even know how to do that. I don't have no idea, man. I, I not like, even WCW was this bad. Like what the fuck? are you guys doing how did nobody else fucking see that how did nobody from the company think hey they're not the roh tag team champs guys like they don't actually have those belts eh? like maybe Uh, maybe the graphic shouldn't have belts that we don't have in it i can understand mistakes happen right don't get me wrong it happens Mm -hmm. but when it happens one too many fucking times i'm sorry but someone needs to be accountable here man and then, and then the AEW Tag Team Champions came out. Um, they actually are the AEW Tag Team Champions, by the way. So they didn't have a they didn't have a graphic with the with the ROH Tag Team Championships behind them, or what a shame. you know, have anything to do with the ROH Tag Team Champions. Uh, also, their graphic doesn't have the AEW Tag Team Championships in it. <laughs> weird. It's a it's a weird 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 thing going on. Do you think um, the graphics are somehow tied to perhaps a team's particular goals and things they <laughs> hope to accomplish? Like, well, that's that different. I guess be. so. I guess so. If that's the case, every time I make an entrance, I, I want I want a picture of uh, of Sky Blue's ass in the graphic behind me, right dead center. That's because that's my goal. That's what I, that's what I'm going for in wrestling. 
Fuck me. What a fucking stupid Peace. fucking situation Dark this is. Die. That's what it is. Well, Dark Sky still has a nice ass, so <laughs> it's the same ass. Just a little dark. That's yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh let's let's get to this. Let's get to this fucking match. The champs isolate uh skinny Jimmy for the first half of the match. Um which should get sympathy from the crowd, except nobody there knew if they were faces or heels or not, because they've been heels for the last six months and did and said nothing that would make you believe otherwise. Maybe they should just start wearing heels so we know they're heels. Uh it's a good idea. I mean, um although I'm pretty sure that would just that would drive Max Caster a little fucking wild if if everybody was wearing <laughs> He'd be like, Yeah. <laughs> that guy would be an yeah. absolute fucking animal. <laughs> if Claudio was wearing <laughs> heels. Oh Oof. no, stop. All right, that's images. So anyway, there's a there's a hot tag for Claudio, which was more of a medium warm tag because (laughs) nobody knows if he's a face or a heel. (laughs) Imagine that you don't you don't make anything clear to the audience. They don't know how to react when you're getting tagged in. Two teams wrestle for a while without much of a story being told. It's just moves being performed. at least Listen, I couldn't bro. tell any story here being told aside from skinny Jimmy is the weaker of the two faces. And, uh, yep, that's it. Um, the house of black distracts Claudio on the outside, which Wait, leaves didn't the lights go out. Of course they did. <laughs> yeah. Um, Fourth time tonight, uh, lights go out. Uh, House of Black distract Claudio, which leaves Utah to be beaten up by the champs and take the pinfall against Ricky Starks. Then the house gets in the ring. It looks like they may be squaring up with the tag champs, but no. Uh, instead, they're going to beat up the faces, which they do. FTR show up. They beat up them. They're just beating up everybody. Brian Danielson shows up, and they beat up him, too. And then... Uh, Mom Joxley <laughs> makes his return to the ring. Mom and, Joxley. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's on yeah, now, there's a, boys. There's a big swing on Starks to end the night. I I don't I don't <clears throat> Chris has had it. I have really fucking had it. Oh, just clattered against man. the table. I just I'm so tired of this fucking company. Everything that they do is wrong. It's just so so wrong, you know? Um, by the way, that spot where the face comes out and he's, and he's, he's making a return and he saves the other faces, it should still always be a situation where the heels have more people and the returning face evens the odds. Okay. Cause when you come back and you're the sixth man to fight off the five bad guys, it's not impressive or interesting that you and the good guys were able to fight off the bad guys. You, Please neuralize yourself. I just before you get to that, it's just another instance of a guy making a save with full music and entrance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he must have been standing in backstage yeah. and being like, "Before I'm not going out there till my music plays to save yeah. my boys," and he's, then bang, he's standing in gorilla going. He's standing in gorilla as. Brian Danielson runs past him to go to the ring and he's like, he's like, high five, Daniel. 
Good job. Yep. All right. Good, I'll good be job. out there job, if you buddy. need me. I'm sure you got this. FTR FT- runs. Yeah. FTR FT- runs past, and he's like, he's like, hey guys, good job. Yeah, go get him. I know, right? I mean, thanks for sticking up for print. my crew. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, All right, guys, come on. Sweet. And then he's watching on the monitor and he's like, hey, you know what? Uh, I think they need me, guys. Hey, sound guy, play my music, okay? Play. No. My guys need me. Play my. Dude, look, my guys are getting their ass kicked. Play my fucking music, please. Thank you. Oh, boy. You can't just go out there. It's amazing that he didn't fucking walk out there and go. Remember that? Or what if he played? What if he? What if he played a short? What if he played a short film before he came down and made the save too? Like, what if he did that? Yeah. I think what you're skateboarding. There could be yeah. You're forgetting. You're forgetting a key point. Like he wasn't even by the entrance. You see, because what happened oh. was oh. Moxley got so hungry waiting around for his time to go out and watching his friends get their ass kicked that he wanted a hot dog with mustard. <laughs> but because Boy. the concession stand brawl had like ruined all of that, he had to walk around the concourse to try to find one of the other snack bars that they have in the arena. And then from there, uh he was able to like make his way down and uh <laughs> he'd be like oh with my hot dogs i want hot dogs <laughs> yeah damn. he wasn't actually showing up to make a save he was just uh, he was just looking for the hot dogs and he happened to wind up in mind the you ring. there was no there was no ketchup or mustard left either i mean shit he must have been really pissed <laughs> yeah fuck yeah. <laughs> uh all right um Jimmy's been really slacking about uh, about getting the the comments on the screen, so I'm I'm sorry. Everybody. Oh, I was waiting Jimmy's, for you. This is I'm just fucking show, with you, Jimmy. Not... Jimmy. I'm just oh, fucking. I was going to say, dude. Uh, God. <laughs> but, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> don't blame me. Fuck. <laughs> uh, throwing Jimmy oh, under the bus God. is my favorite thing. Oh, um, no, it's not Jimmy's fault. Um, but yeah, so thanks everybody for your comments. Um, I'm going to give a, a shout out to Todd who was asking why his comments weren't being highlighted. And it's just Jimmy's fault. It's all Jimmy's fault, Todd. Um, why, is, why is no one taking a knee for the king? <laughs> um, <laughs> also, what's up to Aaron? Uh, Aaron, I can't imagine what you've been going through the last two weeks, buddy. Um, I, I can't I speak for everybody, but, uh, but hearts with you. And, uh, like I said, I can't imagine what you guys are all going through over there. It's crazy. So um, what's up? We're happy to see you. We're happy that things seem relatively safe in your home country currently. Um, and fingers crossed and, you know, uh, thoughts out to you that it stays that way. Because what happened was just, I mean, there's no there's no words to really describe how terrible that was. So what's up, Aaron? We're happy to see you back, buddy. Um, anyway, let's... Uh, Let's grade this fucking show, I guess. A D from me? It's going to get a D. Uh, the opening match was not bad, although it was, there's was still nits to pick. And um, the, the Hollywood Haley J was great uh, in a losing effort. Um, the Blade Runners, is that right, Vet? I'm getting their yep, name right. That's, that, that is 100% their name. Don't Google it. <laughs> they um they uh you know they maximized their minutes and that was pretty much it everything else on this show basically was dog shit so um yeah it's gonna get a d from me it was a good opening match and everything else basically sucked jimmy 
D for me too. So that's two Ds because, like you said, yeah, the first match, it started off good. I mean, again, I've already seen it. Big deal, whatever. Wasn't a dream match, but nevertheless, good match. Everything else was a complete wreck, like legit. And yeah, okay, if you watched it without, like, you know, without having to dissect it and just watch it for what it is, sure, maybe people would have enjoyed it. Maybe it was a fun show. But again, there's no substance to anything with this with this show. I don't understand why House of Black is pissed off with everybody now. Like, everybody at this point. Four fucking times I like to go out. Was it three times with the House of Black and one time someone else? And I don't I understand remember. why they weren't just misting everybody. They just need yeah. to miss everyone in these. But segments. what would happen if they missed? It, if they did miss they everyone, don't right? Make everybody strong. <laughs> yeah, well, does don't that make mean we'll have a... harder? But no, seriously, this is a serious question, guys. For real, if they were spitting on everybody's faces, literally, right? Does that mean we're going to have a dark AW? Oh, AW dark! Hey, <laughs> Bing! There we, <laughs> there Cancel. we go. Cancel. Can <laughs> Cancel, literally. But yeah, no, for real. I mean, you know, there's discrepancies here. You can't spit on one person and then spit on another person. One goes dark and the other one just whatever. Well, their main, their main, spat on. Their main spitter has been dispatched. Right? <laughs> Julia yeah. Hart hasn't been seen for quite some time. So <laughs> She's been I don't know if any of them right? can be trusted with the mist. Uh. He's uh, the real fucking spitter, huh? I don't even know if she could be trusted with the miss. Most of the time, it just looks like she stole a blueberry pie off her grandma's windowsill or something. And she kept well, missing with the mist. She missed the mist. She missed. She missed the mist. But yeah. she sings her song while she walks out, at least. That's fine. Just saying. Yep. She's that a singer now. Letter grade. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a D plus. Oh. Um. Once okay, again, that's a triple D. Yep, triple D. Hollywood. You know, nice. Um, the match with Andrade and Brian, even though I have my own critiques of it, like for example, why does uh, Brian Danielson in a um, in a uh, in a match with the greatest technical wrestler in the world, supposedly Zach, Zach Saber Jr., why does he eat Zach alive, but he lets himself get out wrestled by Andrade, who's less known for that? <laughs> You know, like he's not known. He's not. He's not even telling his own stories correctly. Uh, just things like that. Uh, they worked hard. Correctly. They worked hard, but I think Chris is now is going to start seeing now that I've mentioned it and just with the the circumstances surrounding it. Why I say um, I just don't like any of his matches anymore. Mm. Um, and I will say that uh, in the main event, I thought they worked the tag match really well. Uh, up until a point i agree that it's confusing the roles that we're playing here um it seems like the the bcc or utility players whatever they need if they play the baby face tonight and they heal another night um apparently that's just how they're getting used and uh you know so in the baby face role i thought they did a good job of kicking the shit out of the guy that looks like you can kick the shit out of him and really making you want that tag so they did that and then toward the end it all fell apart because it was just going to be a gimmick and more you know um shenanigans anyway so it ultimately didn't end up mattering because you had a fuck finish so um but you know there was some there were some bright spots is just that 
you know, in all this darkness, it's it's kind of hard to see some of those bright spots. So, so I'll give it a Definitely. D plus, bordering on that C minus, but it's still gonna be a D. Yeah, plus, not a great show. Um, all right, so spoilers, everybody. Jimmy and I did not watch Battle of the Belts. No. Um, I was done after this show. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Are you guys, baby faces or heels? On. Come on. <laughs> Well, no, we've been heels, I think, for a while now. Think, when it yeah, comes to this, it depends company. who's listening. Yeah, if you're, if you're a big AEW fan, you you might think of us as heels. You you really, we might be like. So some you're of the, the perfect people, people to review this company, man. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Um, yeah, but it gasses us, man. No shit. You know, like watching AEW. No shit makes me just not want to watch professional wrestling anymore. <laughs> like in some ways, you know what I mean. And and yeah. that sucks because well I think I think of what that what you just said I think of that but then I replace every wrestling I watch with that like whatever <laughs> you just insert whatever company and then right. it's pretty much uniform so I can't even blame AEW really and that's why I get you you know I I stand strong pushing the a la carte theory yeah that's I'm I'm really really I you know honestly I got to tell you like no joke. Um, that a la carte thing that you that you started talking about like a while ago that has helped me tremendously to be able to enjoy wrestling again because you have to yeah like i'm watching stuff and there are certain things where i'm just like yeah this is bad this is bad this is bad and then i'll take 25 minutes when i'm on a show like this to talk about how awesome Haley j did in a losing effort in a squash match Right. Because it's like, no, this was really good. And I'm going to focus on it was good when it's good. I want to fucking talk about it. But when it's bad, I'm going to tell you it's fucking bad. So anyway, we didn't watch. Vet did. Vet said that he would uh, that he would uh, go ahead and give us a, a breakdown of Battle of the Belts. So please, uh, Vet, tell us all of the wonderful and impactful things that happened on this uh, on this occasion of Battle of the Belts. Oh, man. So you guys want to talk about storytelling, bro. So they go off the air for collision, but they're still on the air. You know what I'm saying? Because it's the same channel. So what do you think is going to happen, right? You got the Blackpool Combat Club in there like, yeah, we got rid of those douchebags. So anyway, time to leave. And then they start playing uh, Jane by Jefferson Starship, right? So what's going to happen now? Orange Cassidy's coming down. John Moxley's going up. They bump shoulders, and then uh, Orange Cassidy's like, hey, what the fuck, man, in whatever language he would use to say that, but um, that's what his body what language fuck? says. And then John Moxley, like, they, they start scuffling there, and then he's like, Psh. You know, wow. it, 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 scuffed, it scuffed up the timing where he gets in the entrance and pulls the championship out of his backpack right as they say Jane. So, like, that no part got way. messed up. Thanks a lot, Moxley, asshole. Fucking um, monks yeah so Freak. little heat little heat there it's gonna it's gonna come into play later and then john silver comes out and it's like well okay the world's tallest midget or the world's shortest <laughs> normal human we haven't decided still we don't know no, i think that uh, first one is correct that's that's yeah. always i don't what know I've sometimes it, it really feels like a, a perspective thing or like an optical illusion <laughs> depending on your viewing angle either could be true you may change your mind multiple times throughout the course of a single match um probably not this one though because you're probably not going to watch it like you didn't um but uh actually uh of the night one of the 
from what I watched of it, one of the less offensive matches, you know, pretty good. And you knew John Silver wasn't going to win though. I mean, let's, let's be real. Why, how the hell, how the hell could John Moxley almost be killed by Orange Cassidy, but John Silver win? It's just not going to happen. So, so again, that's the same problem that we have with the, the whole concession stand brawl. Like there's 0% of a chance that (laughs) you're going to get surprised. And I really think that in a, in a fake sport that we all know is unscripted, otherwise television, the only thing we have to look forward to is not knowing who's going to win at this point, because <laughs> we've seen it all. So really the only enjoyable thing is like, who's going to win? And if you already know the answer, skip it. Uh, so yeah, there's that. Um, then Andrade got interviewed by Lexi backstage and you then did? uh yep yep he's Ooh, like icing his shoulder my mask yeah oh, like, my, shoulder. my shoulder my uh, <laughs> shoulder and then yeah she's like how are you feeling and he before he says you know bitch i got ice on my shoulder uh cj perry walks in um and then Ooh. you know she kind of does the thing she does that she did with action andretti so look forward to andrade versus miro coming up pretty soon um with charlotte yeah he's yeah he's kind of surprised yeah um yeah he's he's got a thing for white blondes i guess so we also got tony niece right he's got a match uh mark sterling's in there doing a you know if you haven't been watching ring of honor which you haven't um tony niece is definitely doing a thing where he's doing like a motivational he he's like a peloton guy like he would be on your he would be on your bike in spin class telling you that you got to push 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 or whatever so he's doing that and he's trying to get everybody in these arenas to do a group exercise and then he always gets cut off by his opponent's music whenever so anyway in this case it's samoa joe um samoa joe kills him in the correct amount of time which is almost no time uh it made uh it made sky blue versus Haley j look like an iron man match and then uh and then joe yeah and then joe cuts a cuts a promo on mjf saying i have forgot about you motherfucker i'm coming for that shit you know again i'm paraphrasing but i think mine's better then you have uh chris statlander versus willow nightingale um for the tbs championship that's epic yeah super epic um (laughs) Yeah, if you think I was really like I had an eagle eye on this one, you're crazy. But uh, of course, it should come as a surprise to no one that Willow Nightingale did not dethrone Chris Statlander on free television for this TBS championship. However, that's not even the important part. Um, It's not. So Statlander goes to shake hands after defeating Willow. She actually hit a 450 off the top on Willow. Uh, what so she goes to shake hands that's right statlander 450 can you imagine that i mean it was all right so she goes to shake hands like hey i'm sorry i had to 450 you and willow's like (laughs) she's she's thinking about shaking it but then who comes down to interrupt the shake but dark (laughs) and she's like don't you dare shake her head willow don't you fucking dare whore and then willow's like I thought we were friends. Why'd you call me a whore? And then uh, she's like, you know what? You know what? Just because you call me a whore, I am going to shake her hand. I'm going to do it. So she shakes Statlander's hand. And then 
dark sky sitting there like what and just as confused about the whole thing and she watches willow walk away and you know that's that's how that is so this is this is long-term storytelling again i know you guys aren't following along that closely but this is a thing apparently uh sky blue refused to shake chris statlander's hand after her match remember that uh so you know she wants willow to do the same since they're friends you know Mm. basically (laughs) they're basically a tag team if only AEW had women's tag team championships oh no don't say that dark championships (laughs) uh then then uh lexi's backstage with orange and then um orange just uh says like hey you guys you guys want to do stuff well how about you face me and okada on dynamite (laughs) wait no are you being for real yes (laughs) no no seriously okada yes and almost as if they knew this was going to happen like with the ruby soho thing a graphic pops up and the announcers say that it's going to be Orange Cassidy and Kazuchika Okada versus uh, Brian Danielson and Claudio Casanoli on Dynamite. This Wednesday. This Wednesday. Huh. Okay. <laughs> Live on I'm Dynamite. Lost. Nine days from tonight. <laughs> nine days from tonight. Is it nine days? Isn't it? it no, it's less? not nine days, but that's the only that's that's the clip okay just go with it okay so that's epic that, that bum is gonna make an appearance on dynamite that uh, bum yeah how dare he all right now okay <laughs> looks like there's been enough talk it's time <laughs> for the main event and it's gonna be for the world trios championship the um whatever happened to the six-man championships are they still a thing Yes, I think it's somebody okay. in the embassy or somebody now. I don't know. Oh, I, lost I don't track. even know. I can't even answer that question. I don't even know who the big announcer champs anymore. It's anyway, okay. Anybody sorry. that wants to, the internet is your friend if you want to know. Um, but yeah, this is 2.0 and Daniel Garcia versus the acclaimed. So, uh, you know, Caster does a rap. Um, I forget it. He said, he said, more, so, have you noticed, Chris, that Caster's raps have been a little bit softer lately? like like, yeah it's like "Eh, eh, four out of ten on that like he's just not really not they kind of fall flat a little bit um this was a little bit better maybe a six out of ten but i I don't remember what he said what (laughs) um so anyway uh yeah um this was an instant uh tracking drag like i just moved this as soon as i saw I am not going to watch. Why would I watch anything that the Canadian 2.0 guys do when I could simply watch the Outrunners? Like, why are they not in the spot of ridiculous indie wrestlers? Um, why do I have to keep watching these guys? I don't get it. And I'm not going to keep watching them. So I just skip to the end. And. And uh, wouldn't you know, uh, the Acclaim did not lose their trios championship they didn't? to these jokes. No. Oh, wow. Wow. No. No. That's, he Garcia danced, and then <laughs> and Billy Gunn hit the Famouser on him. Well, dancing. and then they then they then they did a, a they did a tag team move to him. 
and pinned him. <laughs> so, yeah. Shocked. I didn't pin him in a certain way. But anyway, yeah. That's there is shocking. your battle yeah. of the belts. <laughs> Hooray! So people basically have no reason to watch it. Is that right? Unless you just want to see a few seconds of dark skin. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well. Might be worth, you know, just quickly scrubbing through to that part and then spending that 45 seconds and then moving on. From All dark right. skies. Right. Well, that was the wreckage <laughs> for the night, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we're uh, we're going to end here, uh, and uh, I'm going to continue my, uh, my wonderful, uh, you know, streak of ending uh, before two hours so vet where can the people find you they can find me uh everywhere on social media at opinion haver everywhere on hobby media group uh too many places and literally everywhere definitely <laughs> yeah and then you can definitely check out uh always check out wrestling rib rogers if you want to see the interview with hollywood Haley j and find out why she's a whore then uh, check out that uh, right now on YouTube free, 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 free. It's the best price you can get anywhere is free. So check out uh, check out Young Hollywood um, for an hour. And then um, go ahead and check out Stevie Richards. He's got a wrestling analysis channel. He's got a fitness channel. He's got a podcast that's fitness. And, uh, you know, he's, he's doing way too much. And when I say he's doing way too much, you know, Russo and Hameen are worried about his health that he's like not taking his recovery into account. I'm saying he's doing too much because I can't keep up with all these videos. Like I can't watch. I literally can't watch them all. I don't have time. You need to stop it, Stevie. I'm not kidding. Stop. I mean, don't stop. But like, slow it down. Like slow. You know, like as Kevin Nash would say to Shawn Michaels while he's watching an NXT match, hey, slow the fuck down, right? So uh, do that and. Um, you can also find me at twitch.tv slash opinion haver as soon as we're done here. And uh, Hey, I got a question for you two. Do you like spiders? Do you like men? Do you Ooh. like spider men? Do you like two spider men? <laughs> well, if you want to see somebody uh, see what two spider men's all about, you can watch me play <laughs> Spider Man 2 on PlayStation 5 on twitch.tv slash opinion haver. I heard it's sign really up, good. Sign up now. Do I need to buy a PS5 for this? Is it that good, Vet? Honestly. Yeah, you probably don't need to. But, uh, no? Okay. Because I want that just game. naturally that game want to get a, a PS5. PS5. And if you naturally do, want but, a PS5, then but, you can get Spider-Man 2 uh, exclusively on it. So there you go. Well, I've got a Series X Xbox, right, when that came Boring. out. But I need that. Is that why everything's green now? Is that why? Yeah, that's exactly oh, it's, why oh, everything's it's, green. Yeah. It's, Battle of the X-Belts? <laughs> Battle oh. of the X-Belts, exactly. No, but really, I'm just waiting for that killer title for me to actually buy the PS5. That's that's the only reason why I haven't. You know what I mean? But I will eventually. Maybe this is it. Or maybe you could just check me out on Twitch and see if it is for you. I think I will. It's a sneak preview, man. There you go. Then you go with that. So what about you guys? What are you guys doing? What are you up to? Jimmy, where can the people find you? <laughs> you can find me right here on channelattitude.com where for five bucks you get not only the realest talk in wrestling but the best talk in professional wrestling also hamimediagroup.popping.com uh, for our affiliate shows and the pwcnetwork.popping.com 
all our other shows, and that's enough from me. Oh, and you well, can follow you can... me at DJ Mass Effects too, by the way. Well, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at ChrisAms1. Uh, you can also uh, find me right here on ChannelAttitude.com uh, for this show and for um, Rampage Uncaged, which we'll be getting to shortly. And uh, and uh, also you can find me on the PWC Network. Uh, and that's me and Jimmy, where we uh, where we kind of do our own side thing there on uh, you know as like a as like a, as like an aside to the to the channelattitude.com and Hami Media Group stuff. So yeah, you can find me there. Other than that, thank you very much for listening. Uh, chat, we love you. We love you for being here. Thank you so much for for being here for listening. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. And uh, Olay. <laughs> <laughs>